Welcome to Project Relationship U, where I teach you how to have an amazing relationship with yourself so that you can have wonderful relationships with everybody else. Thank you for joining. Welcome, my friends. Today, I'm going to talk about shame. Is shame useful? No, it is not. Now, I know a lot of people will say, of course, shame is useful. It helps people not do bad things to other people. Here's the truth. No, it doesn't. Shame does not help. When I was growing up, my dad was very abusive. And, and as I looked back on it as an adult, I wondered, you know, I've always wondered why and tried to piece it apart in my own mind. And here's the thing I saw with him is that he definitely felt ashamed of what he did. And then he'd do it again. And then he'd feel ashamed of what he did. And then he'd do it again. And if he, and on and on and on. And it never changed until he got the consequences, which was going to prison. And in prison, he learned what the consequences of his actions were. And he learned tools for how to change himself so that he wasn't harming people. So shame did not help. In fact, it harmed his ability to, to get help because he felt so bad about himself. And of course, like what he was doing, if other people knew, they would have shamed him. But that, that didn't help him stop. And, and it didn't help him learn other tools, how to manage his behaviors and his emotions and his beliefs and all of the things that would have created a healthy relationship with his loved ones. So if you are using shame against yourself, it might look like this. You, let's say, Let's say you have kids and you got super frustrated and you yelled at your kids and, and then later you felt ashamed and you thought, oh, I'm a terrible parent. I'm, I'm never going to be able to just <laughs> deal with my kids the way I really want to. I'm just, I don't have what it takes. That is shame. And what it is, is it's labeling yourself as your actions. It's, it's attaching a badness about you based on your actions. And what that does is it undermines your power to change. Because if you are a bad person and you believe that, you are not going to think you can change. And so you'll just hide and try to make yourself do better by shaming yourself, by suppressing your feelings or getting angry at yourself and self-punishing. But then what happens is the behavior crops back up because whatever is underlying that's the actual problem isn't being addressed. Let's say, for example, the actual problem is that you had way too much stuff you had to do that day at work and then you came home and you had to make dinner 
and the kids were yelling at each other and there was lots of noise and you were stressed and let's say you didn't get sleep the night before and so you yelled at them. That was the actual problem. Not that you were a bad person, a bad parent, etc. So shame actually blinds you from seeing what's going on and and figuring out what to change so that you can act in the way that you really want to next time. Now, guilt, that is the feeling of sadness or grief that, that comes along with doing something that doesn't meet your values. Let's say you value speaking respectful to your children. And when you yelled at them, you did not meet that value of yours. And so you felt sad or grief around it. Now, of course, if you're accustomed to shame, you just like, boom, went to shame. But without shame, you would have been able to feel that grief and then just grieve it. Grieve that you missed the mark. Grief is wonderful. It's balm for our souls. It's, it's a ally to let us know that our actions are not matching our values. Once you have grieved, you can think about the situation more clearly and decide what you can do differently next time. So for example, maybe if you know you have a whole lot of work at home, you might order dinner out and just and bring it, um, bring it to your kids and you might tell them, hey, I love y'all, I need to take 10 minutes in my room and decompress and then I'll come back out. Or whatever the case might be, you'll figure it out. But you can't figure it out if you're in a shame spiral, if you're you're in self-destruction mode or self-punishment. Your prefrontal cortex is literally not on board with you fully because your, your brain shifts when you go into shame. It's more in that fight or flight place. So practice using, like feeling the grief instead of shame. And, and shame is accompanied by stories, like terrible stories about yourself. So if you catch yourself saying, mentally saying bad things about yourself, catch that and stop it. It's a training process. So for me, when I, I used to shame myself all the time, I would literally have to snap my fingers next to my ear when I was shaming myself as a way to like snap my brain out of that story, that loop. And, and then I would, um, I would love on myself and be like, oh, I'm so sorry. I did not mean to call you that terrible name whatever I did. I imagine my myself as like my little girl is in there and I had just called her something bad like oh you're stupid or something like that. So I'm really I apologize to myself and and remind myself what I want to do instead. Like oh I I wanted the situation to be different. I'm disappointed in in how I acted there. And here's what I'm going to do differently next time. It's a totally different story. I hope this helps. Thank you for listening. Thank you for doing the inner work that you're doing. It's brave work and it's necessary work 
for us to have a better world because it starts inside you, it starts inside me, and ripples out to our families, our community, our culture, and our world. So I want to encourage you to keep moving forward and do your inner work. That is social activism right there. 